0: hello and welcome to hysterical history again again and again and again you just can't get enough you won't stop coming here (laughs) you you just kept coming you're like where is it i want it oh no i want it (laughs) 2021 where's my new episode and they're back baby they're back This won't be mentioned in the last episode, but I want to mention it real quick. We're trying to get back to doing Wednesdays since I'm done with school. Hooray! Um, But because we had an event uh, the, you know, like, first Wednesday when we could have done it in January, we decided not to do it that day. So... Uh, that's why it was a week late. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, now things are cool. Everyone in the future that you're in, <laughs> everyone's New Year's resolutions have already fallen apart. It's time to just get back <laughs> into the groove. <laughs> time to go. Time to just return to reality. Our New Year's resolution to not do the podcast has fallen apart. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, we would never. Uh, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. I already said hysterical history. Comedy first, history second, podcast third. If you want to just hang out with your friends and talk about weird stuff. This is it. Welcome. If you want dry, really factual information. (laughs) No. 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 Uh, This is going to be a good uh, not dry topic. Mm -hmm. Sounds fun. Which I'm probably going to do more episodes about because I love it. Heck yeah. Uh, We're talking about weird pets. Historical people with weird pets. With weird pets. And I should have known I was going to do this topic <laughs> because even, like, several days ago, I sent you a video of a, like, pet alligator. You did. It was very cute. <laughs> which was surprisingly cute. Yes. Like, they had, first of all, you shouldn't own alligators unless you're, yeah. like, a master level, <laughs> uh, like, reptile owner. Right. Or you have a zoo. Yes. Which they did, That but they had a little kiddie pool and... The alligator had a little too small one because they yeah. said she was really like she's pretty old. She's like thirty three, and she's still real small. She's so still she's real like, small. She's like a pygmy alligator. Yeah, she's a little girl. Very cute. But she had like one of those. Um, Joy Balls. Joy Balls, mm-hmm. like a real hard rubber dog toy. Yeah. And she just, like, <laughs> death rolled that thing all night long. I know. I don't think I've actually seen them death roll, like, real life ones. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to me how fast she was. Right. Like, that's wild. Like, yeah, imagine that kind of torque, but on flesh. Yeah. Your arm's mm-hmm. gone. And just... Uh, yeah, <laughs> but she was just having so High much fun spin. with that ball. Yeah, and it's amazing how fast she can go, and then like for twelve hours she won't move. <laughs> yeah, or like when she gets tired, she would do like a half roll where she like barely makes <laughs> yeah. it one rotation, just like uh, uh, I wanna, but I' am too tired. I <laughs> it's very cute. So cute. And then, like a couple nights ago, I got on a YouTube binge where I just watched people who own otters, yeah, and how gosh darn cute they are. Oh, they're so cute, like ferrets, but good, yeah, um, <laughs> it's so true and like cute and social, and they make little squeak sounds. who is it is it um is it Ron that has a like otter uh patronus, or was it Hermione? One of them does i f- I think Ron's was like a terrier, okay. Uh, I think Hermione's, H- Hermione's wasn't an, an otter. I'm like that's how you know a good spouse. It's like otters are cute and they're smart and they are adorable. I will say I saw two different people who owned otters and one of them they had two which I think helps because yeah, they are very sure. they're very social mm-hmm. They like need company so I'm gonna get two dogs. <laughs> yes dose dogs just for the just for the social. Uh, but know, like dogs. another owner only had one, and I don't know if it was just – maybe it was that otter or the way he trained it. Who knows what it was? But that one was much louder. Oh. <laughs> and now I know sure. – like I watched a couple of videos. I'm like, man, I want an otter. And then I clicked to a new video, and it was like screaming like a dying baby. Mm. I'm like, maybe not. No. You're like, this is why you don't not. have a baby. Let's move on. And it was really cute because it was like whining like dogs do when you're like, you know, so they were cutting up its little fish treats. Yeah. And it it's was like- it was behind a baby gate just like. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm dying without trees. You're just like, come on, dude. Oh, my God. Come on. So for today's episode, some sources, mental flaws, of Hell course. Hell, yeah. The National Park Service. Nice. Elizabeth Jane Timms at Royal Center. London Strangest Tales by Ian Sprague. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listverse. And my boy, William Battersby, who wrote the biography of one of the people we're talking about. Heck, Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about odd animal companions before. George Washington, like, has a donkey obsession. Mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson has a swearing parrot who had to be ejected from his funeral. His funeral. Because it just kept swearing. <laughs> it's so appropriate. In English and Spanish, just like him. Yep. Multilingual. We love to see it. Love that. Uh, Jemmy's Bull and others. And Jamie also had an otter. And Jamie also had an otter. He tried to train it, and he said, it's impossible. <laughs> it's not It's not impossible. It was for him. Uh, like, I think there are people, not pets, more like working animals, people who train, uh, like, giant river otters to mm-hmm. help them fish. He might not have had the right otter. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. English otters. I don't know what, like, what, you know what otters you can get in England in, like, the <laughs> 1700s or whenever he was alive. 1600s. Yeah. Bad otters in the past. Mm-hmm. Bad otters. Modern otters are, like, hip. They're with it. They got Instagram accounts. They're willing to work with you. They're willing to. And some of these are a bit iffy in the sense of, like, is it a pet or is it just, like, a zoo thing? Or is it a torture animal? Mm. Like, Ivan the Terrible had bears, but... Kind of like a Bond villain has sharks. Yeah. It wasn't like he's not hanging out and cuddling with them. Yeah. He's just like, eat my enemies, please. Right. So there's definitely a difference between like kennel and stable animals. And domestic sphere pets. Yeah. He's not riding the bears. He's not riding the bears. That's not a euphemism. (laughs) I don't know what it would be euphemism for. But he's not. I don't know. But all of it's no. Some of these might be a little like iffy on that front. Sure. But they're fun. This animals is our and- show. We can do whatever we want. It's my show, and ha. I can do what I want. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, that noise. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so uh, speaking of donkeys uh-huh. and presidents, Don Quixote. Uh, apparently, Calvin Coolidge, mm-hmm. the. The lamest president. He's so he, he just seems so boring. He has the word "cool" in his name, but he isn't. It's like a self fulfilling prophecy that he would not be cool. And his name's Calvin. Calvin. Can you be cool if your name's Calvin? You know who are really uncool Calvinists. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you can't. Uh, sorry, Calvinists. But like sorry. you, you know what you The did. only cool Calvin is Calvin and Hobbes. That's true. And he did not have a pet tiger. He had donkeys. He was fake. Um, George Washington's donkey, if you'll all remember from that episode, was named Royal Gift. I think he had a, did he have a second one? I think he got two, because Royal Gift turned out to be a real bust. Um, (laughs) but I don't remember the other name. I just remember Royal Gift because it was from Spain. Yeah. Uh, Coolidge's was named Ebenezer. Okay. Less cool. It's not cool. No. Winnie the Pooh? Uh, Yeah. You can name it Winnie the Pooh. I don't know if Winnie... <laughs> no, I don't mean like Winnie the Pooh. I mean like you should name it like Eeyore, you know? Yeah. For Winnie the Pooh. Also speaking of George Washington, he had a bunch of coonhounds, which aren't on their own a weird animal. Right. Pretty normal yeah. dog. But he named them like they were the seven dwarves of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> it was all named for a type of alcohol? Drunkard, Taster, oh. tippler, and Tipsy. No. Yeah. I don't like Tipler and <laughs> Tipsy. It's the uh, thing where you have twins and you name them almost the same name. Can you imagine? it's like, stop doing this. Tipler. Tipsy. Drunkard. <laughs> Taster. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's animal abuse. Stop. <laughs> that's, that's that's animal abuse. How dare you? Sir. I thought you were going to say he's going to name them after, like, Santa's reindeer or, like, the actual seven dwarves. And I was like, I mean, that's, like, lame, but, you know, fine, I guess. Yeah. Like, have a theme. No. No. The Seven dwarves of Alcoholism. Yeah. And actually it's only four, so there's room. Sure. Maybe like Hangover. Uh, Buzzed. Buzzed, yeah. (laughs) Sloshed. Three U.S. presidents kept bears. Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. (laughs) Now it becomes hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jefferson? Yes. Mm. And... I don't know. Calvin Coolidge. Damn it, dude. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's trying so hard to be cool by he's, just having animals. He's trying it so It doesn't hard. make you cool. It doesn't make you cool. Like, does it make Teddy cool? Like, Teddy's already cool, and that's why he has one. Does it make Jefferson cool? No. <laughs> and I want to say Teddy had, does like, it? he had, like, five bears. I'm proud that I knew two of them. Yeah. I feel good uh, Jefferson myself. was given two bear cubs. Yeah, I think that was in my gift episode. Mm-hmm. That's why I remembered. Yep. And of course, of course, Teddy, obvious of course, Teddy. Obviously. we're going to talk about Teddy a lot. Teddy, Coolidge, as you definitely. can assume, takes the prize for like the most wild oh, yeah. White House menagerie. For sure. I think just because no one could tell him no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and, you know, he seems to genuinely love animals yeah. and also he really loves his kids and right. his, his kids are also like animals. So they kind and of he likes hunting. Mm-hmm. So it all makes sense. It all makes sense. But I, I love the dynamic him and his kids have where they, like, egg each other on. <laughs> so he, like, gets pets for the kids, and they, like, they get pets, and he's like, awesome. And then yeah. they, it just spirals until they have uh, just so much. Let me let me tell you what – they didn't keep all these at the White House. Right. Some of them they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones were at, like, their Long Island house. Right. I know that Jefferson's cubs were at the White House for a minute, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, get them out of here. <laughs> You <laughs> scared. You can't do this. Well he didn't even want him. So I was <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. You can't do this. Ugh. Uh so his pets included uh just an army of dogs, cats, horses, ponies, uh a pig. That- Isn't he in the nineteenth century? Or I mean twentieth century, like nineteen hundreds? I think he's president in like the Maybe, like, the, early, the very early. That's too late to have all these animals in the house. <laughs> it wasn't soon enough. It's too late. Wasn't soon enough. Sorry, what else did he have? Uh, so they they got a pig, and his kids mm. named it after, after the nurse. Oh, uh, which, <laughs> oh. Because they loved the pig. Okay. Uh, but the nurse was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if someone named a pig mm. after me, I might be like, hmm. Hmm. But they're kids, so they don't understand. Yeah, the implications. Uh, (laughs) uh, And just a ton of guinea pigs, which Mm. they were all named. There's a list of them. Oh no! They included Bishop Doane, Doctor Johnson, my medical school, (laughs) Doctor Johnson, my Dutch Reformed pastor, Father G. Grady, the local priest with whom the children had uh, a speaking acquaintance. Okay. uh, Fighting Bob Evans. Mm. And Admiral Dewey. No. These are all guinea, guinea pigs. Stop giving them titles. <laughs> <laughs> Military titles, and like this one went to medical school. Come on. He's a, he, Come has on. A doc, he has a doctorate of dental hygiene, <laughs> dental surgery. Just put him in your mouth. Yes. I'll figure it out. This is Dr. Fighting Bob Evans. Now I'm just terrified of the idea of like having a live guinea pig in my mouth. Wow. They were really. The going to hurt me. They've been really popular pets for. Like, ever. It's weird. I guess they were kind of a fashionable pet, like, back uh, in Queen Elizabeth the first time. So strange. Which is, like... That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Were they even guinea pigs then? Where do they come from? Do they come... They don't come from Guinea, do they? Because, like, that's... How are they getting them? I don't know. Hmm. A new episode is required. (laughs) (laughs) The mystery of (laughs) guinea pigs. I'm sure they have a long storied history, apparently. So Teddy also had uh, zebra, hyena, lions, <laughs> and bears. And those are all just kind of wandering. No tigers, around. come on, Teddy. No tigers. Lions and tigers and bears, Teddy. Come on. I know that's before you, but help us out. Come on, man. Hmm. Come on, man. The meme. Uh so regarding the bear, at least the the one that was like in the White House, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote in a 1900 letter, like 1900, the year. Uh, Some of my Republican supporters in West Virginia have just sent me a small bear, which the children of, they did. of their own accord, Christian Jonathan Edwards. Come on, West Virginia. <laughs> really? <laughs> Our finest export. Bears. A, a small bear. A small little bear. You'll love him. And the children... You don't need to know anything else about West Virginia. (laughs) They sent a bear to the president. tells you everything. I mean, it wasn't a giant wheel of cheese. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to make cheese. What are they going to do, milk the bear? (laughs) Bear cheese? For 10 years? Disgusting. (laughs) Bears hate it. It'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't uh, milk bears. No. I wonder what bear milk tastes like. It's probably bad. I bet it's really rich. Yeah, but, like, in a bad way of, like, it'll make you sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most milk makes people sick. We're not supposed to it's eat true. milk when we're adults. I, I've only had bare meat. I had a one time in a burger that they tricked me into eating. Mm-hmm. They, they? Yeah. The government? The people yeah. who did, made me eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just made burgers and didn't tell me, yeah. and then they gave it to me, and they were, like, really looking at me a lot. And I was just like, I don't I like that. But that. I'd never eaten at their house before. This is the first time. So it's risky business. And <laughs> they were like, Do you like it? And I was like, Yeah, it's pretty good. And it like before that I'd been like, Oh, it's kind of like bland, but yeah. I just thought that it was it just was the like preparation. Not seasoned or something. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, It's bare and like expecting me to react. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, but then I was like, that makes sense why it doesn't taste that good. Better than expected. I mean, I'd eat it, but, like, yeah. I wouldn't go out of my way to buy it. Yeah, wouldn't go <laughs> It's not like elk or something. Bear milk sounds terrible. <laughs> just a tall, warm glass of bear and, milk. And, like, it's probably really expensive. <laughs> well, yeah, the labor costs alone. <laughs> yeah. We them had up. The, We have to lose two men every time, I mean. <laughs> oh, they just hate it. <laughs> They just hate it, and you you can never have enough sedatives for bears. <laughs> but speaking of Calvinists, uh-huh. uh huh, weird. What's they that? so Jonathan Edwards was a family revivalist preacher, like ancestor. He mm-hmm. was Edith Roosevelt's great 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 grandfather. Great, who was a uh, just a preacher, and that's Jonathan Edwards, who the children named the bear after. Ah. Partly out of compliment to their mother's ancestor and partly because they thought they detected Calvinist traits in the bear's character. (laughs) What does it mean? What does it mean? That bear thinks everything's predetermined. uh, Definitely. (laughs) And that there's no point to anything. Has kind of a fatalistic outlook. (laughs) I know. Calvinism always just like, what's the point? (laughs) We have no control. What's the point? What's the point? This just sounds like a a religious version of like, I'm going to do whatever I want because nothing matters. (laughs) And that's uh, what's then why they just don't have a religion. Well, then why? Come on, uh, probably because it makes money for the church, it's a money making scheme. (laughs) This bear is like, nothing matters in life, do whatever you want. (laughs) Do it. I would say all bears have a Calvinistic attitude, (laughs) then, to be honest. I don't think it's that special. (laughs) (laughs) This bear thinks he's special, (laughs) West Virginia Calvinist bear. That bear bear. really seems like a Calvinist. Uh, I, I can't be- wait till they get a Lutheran bear. I know. They then start they can fight. They just fight. <laughs> so I believe he eventually gave that bear away to a zoo. Okay. Uh, but not he because should. not because he couldn't take care of it because, like I said, he had like four others. Of course. Somewhere floating around. Mysteriously. Uh, 1903, I think when he was in California, mm. Teddy wrote about— uh, They got a bear on their flag. They love bears. I, they love bears. Mm-hmm. In the future, they got two-headed bear on their flag. I love it. Everything's great. And by in the future, Haley means Fallout. Yeah. (laughs) The video game. The fiction alternate reality, wherever. (laughs) It's always the 50s. The future from now. (laughs) Yeah. He just, like, collected animals. Right. Wherever he went. So he's in California, and he's writing about the new pets he got. Mm -hmm. And he says, I have a number of treasures to divide among you children when I get back. One of the treasures is Bill the Lizard. He is a little—he's a little live lizard called a horned frog, very cunning, who lives in a small box. Horned frog, but he's a lizard. Yeah, mm. I mean that's—that's that's what he says. The naming is bad. <laughs> I just love how he sounds like he's writing a children's book. Yeah, he really does. Very, I have him, and he lives in a box. Lives in a small box. <laughs> Bill, the lizard. Also, I know everybody's only thinking about Tiger King. Uh-huh. You know, because obviously, right? Uh, obviously not gonna be in this because he's not historical enough. he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, the original like owner of exotic animals is Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, but I wouldn't say original Tiger King because Tiger King's bad and criminal and doesn't treat animals well,' it's like a money making scheme. <laughs> Teddy just likes and- animals and he's just having a good time. Right. He's like he's doing and it he's for And he's donating his, them. He's doing it for his kids. Yeah. Think and of the children. Think of the children. Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt's kids. Uh and the kids uh return the favor, mm. which is fun. One of his I think one of his sons uh while he was still in the White House like went to a pet store in Washington and bought like four snakes. <laughs> Great. And then he was so excited, he, like, ran back to the White House and, like, burst into the Oval Office when Dad was having an important meeting. (laughs) And he's like, Dad, look, snakes. I know. He, like, went to hug his dad, and then the snakes fell all over, and all (laughs) of the politicians just, like, shot into the air and had to run away, and the meeting was canceled. Imagine being in teddy roosevelt's cabinet and you're just like afraid of the outdoors and the outdoors are indoors you're afraid of the indoors it's coming to you that's what i'm saying the outdoors have become the indoors you're like i did not sign up to be secretary of treasury to be attacked by snakes every day in my workplace and it's like you did though unfortunately for you but you did you shouldn't you shouldn't have accepted it for teddy you gotta know you gotta gotta vet people before you just take jobs you know (laughs) vet your boss how was I to know? Is him and his kids, <laughs> all of them, all of them. Why are they like this? And it's like, well, they're his kids. Well, they're his kids. So, and he's like know. a big child. Yeah, in, in the best way possible. Yeah. Gosh, we need to do so many episodes about him. Oh, for sure. He's one of those people that they're they're just so much. Yeah, and they're well documented, so there's a lot to like read. Well, and I want to do probably a whole episode. I want to read Teddy Roosevelt's biography of uh, or. Yeah, biography. I always forget which one's which. Of uh, Governor Morris. Mm, yeah. Um, because I just want to tell you how much he likes him. <laughs> because yeah. I think it's very soft. Very cute. And I'm sure he has information there that I didn't have for my episode. He's got insider knowledge. That's right. Because he loved him. So, other animals in the family included Josiah the badger. Cute. Eli Yale the blue macaw parrot. Why do they have two names? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're not people. Uh, Emily Spinach, the garter snake. (laughs) Emily Spinach. Named because... uh, She likes spinach? She's green, like spinach, Ah. and she's like long and thin like Emily, who I believe was one of their aunts. Okay. Or like a maid, I forget. They love naming them after people they know. Right. Which is very interesting to me. I don't feel like people do that now. I think they just pick a name. They just pick a name. They're just like, I like the name mm-hmm. Remus. So that's my dog's name. You don't name it after your Calvinist you're not like, You're ancestor. not like, my mom's name is this, <laughs> so I'm going to name my cat this. It's like, that seems weird. Right. But good for you. Uh, they had a rabbit named Peter, of course. Oh. Peter the rabbit. After Peter the Great. And uh, famously, a one-legged rooster who doesn't seem to have a name, mm. but I assume because I he's... I want to see a one-legged rooster so bad now just, like, hop around. That's so cute. He's a one-legged rooster. Like, you know who he is. Yeah, you can figure it out. He doesn't need a name. I just want to see him hop. That's so cute. Just hopping around. That's what my dad does when he doesn't have his other leg on. He just hops. hmm <laughs> It's adorable. <laughs> and I used to do it when I was a kid. Like, i follow him around hopping. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it's very cute. So... While we're still on U.S. presidents, Mm -hmm. we're going to move on to kings and such Okay, after this. But John Quincy Adams kept an alligator as a pet in the White House. But (laughs) that's kind of like kind of a half truth. Yeah. Because he didn't own it. Sure. Marquis de Lafayette owned it. Bless. And when he visited, he's like, do you want this? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And... You know, I really need to look up biographies or like personal correspondences because I don't know if uh, Quincy Adams was like, "Sure, I love it," You're or right. "No, thank you." No. And then Lafayette just left. it. Left it, it there. <laughs> like it's found a, found a bathtub and didn't take it with him. What a! I love Lafayette <laughs> so much. And why did you have it? This why? was when he was. Touring the country in 1825. I mean, okay, let's let's think about it. Lafayette is from France. You know where gators are? No, Louisiana. They're French. He goes to Louisiana. They're like, we love French people. Have a gator, and he's like, great, but he can't take it home. Oh my god! So then he goes to Quincy Adams, and he says he wants a gator. Want it? <laughs> As a present. No. But also a prank. And then he's like, great, and then just leaves it in the bathroom and gets out of there. <laughs> Did Lafayette like John Adams? Is this um, like revenge on the sun kind of thing? I I mean, from what I've read, uh he really likes everybody and everybody likes him. That's not true. So <laughs> Maybe in the US it's true. In France, yeah, not no, true. No, no, no. I mean here. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't think he had the disdain for John Adams that other people had. <laughs> This um, fellow Americans had right. I think he's more in the camp of like where Washington's at, where he's like pretty neutral about people, mm-hmm. um, just like happy that we're like doing the thing. Right. So I don't think he has any reason to dislike them <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> but maybe it's for fun. Oh my gosh! I mean, if you go by Hamilton, he's best friends with Hamilton, so then he hates Adams. But I'm pretty sure he just sort of likes everybody. I bet they like. Crap-talked him Oh, private. probably. But, like, also, as far from what I've read, pretty much everyone was like, Lafayette's the only French person I like, like in America. <laughs> uh, he's great. And he's like, thanks. Thank you. He's like, they're, they're okay. They're thank, cool. Thank you. But it's because he... he has, like, Ameri- he's, like, an American personality and, like, mm-hmm. sentiments. Yeah. So they're like, I like him, instead of, like, the French <laughs> kind like, of disposition. You're gross. Yeah. In France, he's, like, too aristocratic. Mm-hmm. They don't like but him. But also for aristocrats he's not aristocratic enough. Right. And they're like, mm, "You're kind of gross." <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes him. It's upsetting. Except but America, except America. We love him. He's we a love he's it. American, literally. So, when touring the country 1825, he visits the White House mm-hmm. and he has <laughs> the Gator with him and The reptile was given a bathtub. That's so cute. In the east room, as its temporary residence. I've seen, I've seen uh, them in the bathtub because you showed me, and it's adorable. Not a bathtub, bathtub, but Mm -hmm. a tub. I wonder how big it was. It has to be pretty big, right? I mean, they're calling it a gator and not like a hatchling or something yeah and also it's described as being unnerving mm-hmm. to other people in the White House I feel like bathtubs used to be bigger too that it used to be like group bath situations mm-hmm. so like maybe it's a big one like big claw tub it's like have you things? seen those things of like there's like <laughs> like George Washington had like group toilets where it's like a room but there's like four toilets in <laughs> yes, it yes it's like, like that but I think military, it's like bathtubs. military style but like at his house yeah that's weird <laughs> It is weird. So we could all go to the bathroom together. Y'all just want to poop next to each other? Like, where's the propriety here? (laughs) Y'all think you were so fancy in the the past. Where's the dignity? You didn't invent stalls until when? (laughs) Yikes. I'd like to have those at your house. Just go one at a time. But when it's a party, what do you do? (laughs) Well, when it's a party, it's really a party. Four toilets (laughs) in one bathroom. Then it's really a party. (laughs) So maybe they had, like, a bigger bathtub. Anything can happen in there. Group bath. God, it smells so bad, too. I know very little about John Quincy Adams, but I follow um, this page, Plotting the Presidents, Mm -hmm. on YouTube, YouTube, what, on Facebook, Mm
1: -hmm. and they
0: also have a podcast. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's good because his information is very good and interesting. But he loves John Quincy Adams, like, a lot. Really? He loves the Adams, but specifically John Quincy Adams, which Mm -hmm. is fascinating to me. I'm just like I know nothing about him. (laughs) Even after what, like being on his page, I'm like I sort of know a few things. Yeah, like definitely not as much. No, as As John, as is John. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, So the the gator that he had was a surprise to people because I guess (laughs) yeah. Not everyone was informed there was a gator in the bathroom. dang it, guys. Just send out a memo. (laughs) so like— It's all you do is communicate by paper. Do it. People would go in there and have a big surprise. There's a a gator. You know, it's like when Martin Van Buren moves in and there's just rotting cheese. What is wrong with these people? I mean, on that one, I wouldn't tell. Communicate. I wouldn't tell anyone. (laughs) That's that's just a fun surprise. Come on. That's a fun. Su- oh, kind of like how I lost that picture of Justin Bieber behind the fridge. I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna dig it out when we I'm leave. I'm not doing it. That's, that's just a, that's a present for somebody else. That's a future present. I mean, but you lost it. It wasn't like you purposefully put pictures like all over the house. You know, <sighs> like a, hid it everywhere. What a power move. I might. You put one on the fridge and I took it off. It was also him, like a teenager, and I was like, I feel weird about it. I don't like it. I was I was testing a thing for a gift. There were just a lot of pictures. I'm like, I already don't like Justin Bieber that much, but I especially don't like this when he's a child. My favorite thing about Justin Bieber is the office joke of who is Justice (laughs) Beaver? Yeah, and the answer is is a crime fighting Beaver, of course. Who is Justice Beaver? (laughs) Sounds like a squirrel girl sidekick, Justice Beaver, premier Canadian superhero. Right next to Wolverine and to Deadpool. And Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> Justice Beaver. Justice Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Canada has the best heroes. We really do. Anyway, John Quincy Adams apparently <laughs> uh, was really amused by the whole gator situation. I
1: mean, good did, for him. Good for him.
0: By Gatorgate. <laughs> yeah, Gatorgate. And they're like, it's not a gate. We don't even know what that means Why yet. What are you talking about? What do you mean a gate? Why would gates be involved? It's a bathtub. There's no <laughs> gate, and he's like, "It's before our time. You, you won't. You wouldn't get, you it. get it. Oh, that reminds me. My new tactic for when people don't get jokes uh-huh. is to be like, "It's a time travel thing. You know, <laughs> it's a time travel. You joke. wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. You won't get it for a while." I for a while. And then the onus is on them, like they're the ones. Uh-huh. This is your fault. And then they're like, I still don't get it. I'm like, it's it's okay. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Time travel thing. It'll all make sense eventually. Time travel humor. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh so uh yeah. Lafayette's pet was not the only gator. Plus. Herbert Hoover's second son, Alan, mm. had two gators. It's always the second son. Uh, And they were just trying (laughs) to get attention. So he's like, I'm going to have two gators and then dad can't ignore me. (laughs) I know. Now dad will love me. Oh, no. Herbert, do you love me? (laughs) Don't try to get a love from a man named Herbert. My name is Alan. (laughs) Love me, Herbert. Please. At least he gave you a normal name. No offense to all the Herberts out there. All 12 of you. If you're a Herbert, email us. I'd like to see you try. Is it a <laughs> – yeah, can you even, like, operate a desktop? <laughs> I just assume all Herberts are, like, 80. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, they allowed those to just, like, roam around the White House lawn. Yeah. Awful. So, across the pond, oh. and very long ago, oh. um, a lot of royals have – Weird, quote-unquote, pets. Of course. Uh, you got to prove your status. It's like a status thing, but also other people just love to give you animals. True. Because it's like a friendly bribe of friendship. You know, when they were like, hey, you want some elephants, uh, Lincoln? And he's like, no. No? And they're like, but what do you want? What do you want, though? What do you want? Why wouldn't you want elephants? They can take over America. And I'm like, they can't. Take America by storm. It's different over here. (laughs) I don't think they'd have a good time. No. We can't just release them in the wild. You don't understand. (laughs) Just elephants. We don't have wild where people don't live. (laughs) Everybody's somewhere. You open a door in the White House and there's just an elephant. And Like, oh well, at least it's not a gator. At least they asked. How nice. At least they asked. Even though they didn't know who was president. Right. And it was addressed to the last guy. (laughs) To whom it may concern. (laughs) No, it was like, dear ex-president man. You're like, "Wow, well, okay." Yeah, who came before Lincoln? I don't know. No one knows. Alexis is doing finger math. Buchanan? I think. Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> Alexis is doing finger math. No, I was actually singing the song in my head. I know, but you're you're still counting. Oh, uh, sure, finger counting. I was doing songs. the fingers. I was really counting. <laughs> uh but let's go way back, like mm. seven hundred and seventy years ago, to oh, King Henry the Third. That's pretty far back. Of England, I don't even know that one. Uh, yeah, seems before things are interesting. A lot of people me. don't. He ruled like, like this. He has the second longest reign, uh, mm. and he had he ruled for like fifty years. Wow, uh, which is a long time. It just means it was boring, so nobody cares. It seems like it was pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, and boring means usually like prosperous and good. But, boring is good, but as far as historians are concerned, boring is bad. Yeah, like when I we was, want fighting. When I was looking him up, Google was like, "Is he bad?" It's like, <laughs> eh, yeah, he's he's eh. I mean, he's not of historical note, which probably means good. As for like the English, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but he has pets. He ruled England from 1216 until 1272. That's so long to be that long ago. It's that's a long reign. That's and you're old. And you're old. You're very old you're... for the 1200s. Uh, yeah, to be in charge for 50 years, right? Is... That's like... So long. Good job. You lived forever. Good job. And I think uh, he wasn't uh, usurped for that yeah, record. that's and, wild. Until like one of the Georges in like the 19th or England 20th century. England loves fighting over who should be in church. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone does. <laughs> everyone does, but I feel like England especially. And the only- they hold on to it. They wait <laughs> and they wait and then they're like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> it's time. The only time they don't is when it's a lady. And then they're like, well... yeah." I guess grandma's in charge forever. (laughs) For eternity. Forever. Whereas like, you know, I feel like in France it's like people are like, hey, I should be in charge. And then they're like, no. And they get soundly beaten and they're like, oh, just have a, I'll pretend I'm in charge of this spot over here. And they're like, I don't care. I own. Yeah, be in charge of Navarre or whatever that is. I own Brittany now. Great. We don't care. No one cares. We're the we're over here in Bourbonland. I don't. No one cares. And then they die of shame. Bourbonland, I mean, not Bourbon, <laughs> Champagne. <laughs> I saw this TikTok. That was like, it's only a coup if it's from a specific region of France. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's a sparkling <laughs> insurrection. <laughs> Such a good French joke. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to post it on Love that. our Facebook page. just so funny. So King Henry III had a bunch of animals gifted to him by various leaders, and he added them. This is, like, where it's like, is it a pet or is it just, like, a zoo? Yeah. Uh, but he added them to the menagerie that was located in the Tower of London. Okay. It was, um, mm. I think it was moved to the Tower of London by his father, King John. Gotcha. So they used to keep it in, like, I don't know. I remember when the Tower of London wasn't full of the corpses of children. <laughs> Instead, it was full of animals Beautiful. and the corpses of children. Probably. feedin' children, we call them. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, prob- <laughs> uh, probably not that. Probably not. Uh, so the official date of the start of the Tower of Menagerie is generally uh, 1235. Oh, I thought you were going to say January 12th. I was January- like, oh, that's really specific. January 13th at exactly noon. <laughs> wow. Uh, Grandwich Time. They really wrote Greenwich Time. <laughs> yeah, they even put their time zones. Yeah, they had time zones already <laughs> so in the thirteenth century. They <laughs> were so on top of it. They had digital clocks. Oh man. They had to bury all of them. So remember when they didn't know, like what time it was all the time? That's annoying. I mean it's I have to look at what time it is all day. It's actually a fascinating like way, like how society has changed with the invention of clocks. Like people used to be paid and like divvy up their day by tasks they completed, and Uh now you're paid by time. Right. Which is completely different. It is. Um, And probably good because it's like sometimes tasks take a long time. mm -hmm. So it's like at least you still get paid for, like, doing it instead of, like, we'll pay you once you finish. But it's a a topic of much study. how like, behavior and society has changed with the invention of clocks. Oh, yeah. I definitely have time anxiety, and I wonder, like, if I was born, you know, like, 500 years ago, if I would have that Mm -hmm. because... Uh, I wouldn't know what time it was. Right, <laughs> like not the the hour and minute. Um, but then I think I'd just be stressed out because it'd be start getting dark, and I'd be like, "Oh no, it's the day's <laughs> almost over. I haven't done anything." Oh no. So I probably still have it. It just wouldn't be like I only have four hours left of this day. Right, I'd just be like the sun is going down, <laughs> and then the the mob will come out and They're go to kill me. Full of bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mob of bears. There's no people. <laughs> Uh, Bears with pitchforks and torches. (laughs) It's just bears. You're like, no more milking. Yeah, We've had enough. Okay, I'm going to go to bed. Bye. That was the end of his reign. That's why it ended. (laughs) The bears. The bears came. (laughs) Bears on parade. Uh, So despite being older than that, the date for the menagerie is like 1235 during his reign. Okay. uh, When he was gifted three leopards. Oh. Which are... Probably lions. A lot of people are like, yeah, I was gonna say, they're probably lions. Leopards. Uh, from Holy Aren't Roman. leopards from the rainforest? Uh, you're probably thinking jaguars. jaguars. Okay. Uh, leopards. I have problems. There's too many big cats. Leopards are really wide ranging, actually. Okay. Um, like, now they're mostly in Africa, but they used to be like all over the Middle East oh. and like Asia. Okay. And I think so still are, possible. but just in very small numbers. Sure. Um, but he was gifted three leopards from Holy Roman Emperor Frederick II. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to upstage him, it's like leaders are trying to just like, he sent him yeah. what? Well, I'm going to send him this. Of course. You got to schmooze as hard as you can <laughs> so that you're the best. So from King Hakan of Norway... Okay. Uh, he really wowed London mm. when he sent a white bear again ah. to Henry in the 1250s. Is it a polar bear or is it just white? I don't know. It's from Norway, so probably a polar bear. Yeah, I would think so. And they're considered like uh, significant. As to like an albino. Like right. Brown bear or something. It'd be weirder if it was just an albino grizzly bear when... Yeah. It's Norway. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if you're Norway, you want to sense – this is – you said, like, the 1200s, right? Mm-hmm. You want to sense something good because any moment England could just decide to take you over again. Yeah. Or, like, could just, just – I don't know again, I guess. I don't know exactly, like, how often they – I'm assuming again. It was always the other direction. <laughs> <It's> Usually. <laughs> but by now, like, they're pretty decently um, powerful. Especially they have the same ruler that long. That really helps, like, you build up your stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're probably just like, ha, 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 don't come over uh, here. It's like a nice, it's a really nice gift. Uh, sure. The Norwegians consider them, like, they're animals of royalty. They're kind of like uh, how lions nice. are to England. Yeah. It's like a symbol of extravagance. Or and dolphins like- are to France. <laughs> <laughs> or dolphins <laughs> Dolphins are all princes to the French. High strung and neurotic. (laughs) And too smart that it's scary. Too smart, like violently smart. Don't like that. Hate it. Mm. Uh, There's a sculpture of the bear at the Tower of London. Uh, One is I forget her name. I want to say it's Karen something. Karen made a bunch of sculptures of different animals, and they're around the Tower of London. But Cute. the bear—the bear one's kind of sad because it has like a huge shackle on one of its Aww, legs. Oh, why would they do that? Because it's a bear. I know, but it's just—you don't have to make it realistic. It's a statue. It's, the statue is kind of sad. <laughs> That's so upsetting. So, uh, that, it's like a. At WSU, we had that, like, exhibit of, like, weird statues for, like, yeah. animal testing. Mm-hmm. That's, like, it, the whole ground was, like, those little mice that you step on. And then and there was, like, a horse all, like, cut up into pieces yeah. and weird. Veterinary schools are <laughs> wild, man. And they put it up. Like, I guess it was allowed to be put up because it was, like, animal rights activists being, like, don't be mean to the animals in the veterinary clinic. But then it upset people from the road because <laughs> yeah. it was, like, pretty gross looking. Even though it's, like, I don't know it's uh metal yeah so like it, nothing is like bleeding or weird or anything it's not painted but like it disturbed people from the road so then they put up a wall around it Oh no! <laughs> you, shouldn't so look when at I, I, you just go into like this weird box and it's like you're stepping on mice and there's a <laughs> weird horse and you're like what is this oh which my now God. people go into not knowing what it is yeah which is super fun <laughs> so it's like is that better i don't know e- yes
1: Less, I guess. Com, Less
0: complaints. I guess, yeah. From People parents, from the road driving I was by. Driving. You got to be committed to the campus if you want to see that. And that's a weird road. You're only driving on that road if you're going to WSU. For that's, for some reason, I don't know why. No reason to be there. Oh, I think because uh, Stephen and Todd, my friends, went to Bellingham a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, and it reminded me about the weird sculptures Western Washington University has, including yeah. my favorite, the one outside the library, which is. uh I don't know what it's actually called. The okay. students and the culture have termed it like man having sexual congress with a bear. Oh, yep. I've seen it. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that what's happening. what seems to be going on. Uh, and they just have, it's right outside the library. Yeah. Right outside. <laughs> Here you go. Here you Welcome to knowledge. You're like, oh. Open your mind. It's too late mm, to go back. That's illegal in Washington now. Thanks. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't always. But it is now. It is now. Don't you try. Like, you know. Now you can only express it through art. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, so back in uh, medieval London. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The sheriff. <laughs> My favorite place to be. The, the best place to be. London Oof. at its height. Oof. The 13th century sheriffs were told to make the bear a muzzle and chain. Oof. Which which is wild to me. Like. Sad. Apparently, they kept uh, complaining to, like, uh, the king. It's like, we can't feed it. It's so hungry all the time. And the king's like, ah, just, like, it's a bear. take it's it huge. down to the river or whatever. Yeah, you know? let it fish or something. Let it fish. Um, he also, the bear, he uh, came with a handler, uh, which I, in my brain, I'm imagining it like a small Norwegian boy. <laughs> <laughs> who's just, like, along for the ride. Sure. Um. Uh, And I wish I knew more about him, but he would lead the bear down to the river and let it swim around and like eat and stuff. Which I bet made for really good entertainment to Londoners at the time. Oh, yeah. Everyone comes down to watch. <laughs> they're just, like, trying to do their laundry in the river. And then there's, like, the bear just, like, sloshing around. <laughs> like, whipping a small boy around on a chain. And they're like, I, I'll do it tomorrow. You That's know? amazing. I think, I think maybe we do laundry tomorrow. <laughs> but they were upstaged. Oh, no. In 1255 when the king of France, of course, mm-hmm. sent Henry an elephant. Ah, uh, which is really—it's—it's uh, it's hard to get better than an elephant, right? The like they're so cute. Well, it's the first elephant ever to be seen in England. Oh, well, I mean, it makes sense. A note, perhaps even the first elephant north of the Alps, sure. which is weird to me because, like, where did the King of France get it? Um, probably bought it overseas, I guess, and just sent it. I guess he like shipped it long distance. Uh, you saying north of the Alps? I mean, the French have Alps. They could just—it could just be like south of France. He had one, I yeah. guess. I saw this thing – sorry, I had to tell you because it relates to the Alps. I saw mm-hmm. this thing where – oh, I can't remember who it is. There's a leader of a country in the Middle East who's basically an autocrat, if he isn't actually, who really hates Switzerland. Okay. And I can't remember – Fair. Who it is. I'll have to Google it afterwards. But he <laughs> – Recently – he ate Switzerland for something they did, like, a decade ago, I think. And recently he was like, you know what we should do? We should. And by we, I mean three European (laughs) countries that I'm not involved in because I'm in the Middle East or, like, Northern Africa. I can't – somewhere in there. Uh He's like, we (laughs) – We – should take Switzerland and just cut it up into three pieces and give it to France, to Italy, and Germany. Good luck. And I'm like, literally, this would have already happened if it was possible. If any of those countries had any ability to do so. And uh, in the way that he drew, he drew how to do it. Oh, that's so cute. He's drawing a like, little map. Uh, invasion fan art. Yeah. For other countries. <laughs> and in the map, he drew... Essentially, France and Italy both just get more Alps, Hmm. and then Germany's the only one who gets land. So I was like, I don't think even if this was a a Uh, thing we thought about doing, that France and Italy want more mountains necessarily. Thanks. I think they're like, we're good. We got enough Alps, I think. They can keep it. We're fine. We don't care. But Germany's like, hmm. No. Germany's like, well. Markle's like, please don't mm. talk to me. Please stop emailing stop. me. Please stop. She's like very interesting <laughs> ideas you have. Uh, um, maybe keep them to yourself. Maybe shut up. That's so funny. So when I was reading about the King Henry III's bear, yeah, uh, one of the notes was like, well, at least it isn't the ghost bear, or maybe it is the ghost <gasps> bear. And I was <laughs> kind of leaned forward in my chair. like, go on. Tell be me so many ghosts in the Tower of London. Oh my gosh! <laughs> tell me about the ghost bear. And it's so like haunted. oh, and then it killed a guy. I'm like, tell me about yeah. the ghost bear that killed a guy. Uh, so apparently that bear is named Old Martin, okay. or at least that's who they assume the ghost bear is. Okay, uh, who was a bear given to King George the in 1811. Okay, uh, and he was a, oh much later a giant grizzly bear. Um, a gift from the Hudson Bay Company from Canada. Oh. Um, the In the most British sentiment I've ever heard, <laughs> the king uh, in private uh, expressed that he would have preferred a pair of socks. <laughs> so rude. Or like a tie. Come on. What a dad response. <laughs> you try well, to give your dad something cool and he's like, I really would have rather had socks or a tie, man. I know you think that's boring, well, but it's what I want. Well, it's not a tie, but... So they had to buy him a drone, and he's like, I would have rather had socks. Come on, Dad. Well, it's no socks. Be cool. Come on, Dad. Uh, That's another reason I like King George, okay. Yeah, so the tale of old Martin uh, takes a turn five years later after they put him in the tower Hmm. when a sentry on duty uh, was doing rounds one night and uh, apparently encountered a, a ghost bear. Oh an, an apparition of a giant bear that just came at him Is the bear dead? It's a ghost? No. Uh the one that was given to him has it died? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Which is kind of the zinger. It's captivating, but the problem is he wasn't dead yet. Right. But there's so many bears. Maybe it was another bear. Sure. I don't know why old Martin's getting all the credit. I don't know. When he's not dead. <laughs> when he's not dead yet. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go with, like, astral projection bear. Astral tr- projection bear. That's fine. I mean, that's because pretty Because that's scary. the thing you're, you know, like, the, the, as far as the power is concerned, that's something you do when you're, like, alive. Right. But ghosts are for dead things. I think old Martin was just in their minds. Spirit bear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, He's just like projecting his spirit out of his body to scare you. Yeah, which is good for him. Or it's that other bear. It's or it's some or other a bear. One, just some other bear. <laughs> but the guard on duty was very frightened. The bear had mischief in his eyes, and he he lunged at the bear with his bayonet, and it went right through. Uh. Uh, and according to reports, uh, like the blade went through and lodged in a door frame. Sure. And legend has it that he died hours later, overcome by shock. Oh. He's just so scared of the ghost bear that he died. Right. Gosh. See, this is the thing where it's like, you know, people are like, you'd never survive in the past because you don't have, like, the toughness. And I'm like, this guy died because he saw a bear ghost. <laughs> it didn't even touch him. Uh, he tried to stab it. It didn't work. And then he just died. He got spooked. Come on. Or, you know. I a, could live in the past. Had a heart attack and was just raving about bears. I, I've seen stuff that I thought was ghosts and I didn't die. Right, I wasn't that scared, so I think I could do it. We we slept in a haunted house. It would be the medicine problem for me. Mm-hmm. I need I need penicillin. You so. and everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and everyone. But else. as far as my strong, the strength of my like ghost, you know, fears or lack thereof, mm-hmm. I think I'd be fine. Uh, but yeah, the the bear had been relocated to uh uh, the bear lived happily enough for seventeen years at the tower and when the Royal Menagerie was closed in eighteen thirty five, they were transferred to the London Zoo. Sure. So it's like he, of course. he lived on for yep. quite a while. And he's still not a ghost. Still not a ghost. <laughs> and now he's at the zoo. So if he's gonna die, his ghost's gonna be there. Right. Maybe he just hated that guard. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Astral, pro- use my mind powers. I really like the idea of astral projecting bears. I, I'm glad. I really like that. I really like the idea that it. he's so scared of the, the alive bear mm-hmm. that he... Um, like thought it was there and it wasn't he's just seeing bears or that he's really scared of that bear and then one of the older dead bears like as a ghost was like hello just like being friendly <laughs> hi and then he got so scared that he died because <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so like frightened of that specific bear ghost bears can tell when you're afraid of bears i just can't imagine i i get it though because like I if you were a guard, you just I don't think you think you're gonna have to deal with bears on like a regular basis. Yeah. Once again, this is not what I signed up for for this job. Yeah, it's eighteen eleven. Uh, of all the ghosts you think you're gonna see in the tower, I wasn't ready for a bear. I thought it was gonna be two little boys, two little you know? and dead I'm not boys. not scared of them. Uh, it'd be kind of sad, a little spooky. Yeah, i would be a little sad, but you know. You know, I wouldn't charge at them with a bayonet and then oh, die God. of shock that it didn't do anything to him. I guess it. I mean, I guess if you like really believe in ghosts, like maybe the ghost killed him and he died of shock. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh-huh. But it doesn't even. He didn't even say it, like attacked him. No, he yeah. attacked it. Yeah, and then it didn't do anything. He's like, oh. Maybe it would have been fine if you just didn't try to stab it. Oh my stars! Because that's how people talk, and you know. Have you ever played D and D, and you're just like you see something, and you're like, let's just keep being cool. You know, like let's not attack it. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be. We cool. We don't have to fight. Which almost never works, almost but sometimes never. it does. It does sometimes. It does sometimes. It's worth trying. So mm-hmm. if you see a ghost, just try to be cool. Right? And I wouldn't talk to it. I would just try to leave. Be cool. The room. Be Definitely cool. don't try to stab it with a bayonet. Like if you have one laying around. Don't. Don't do that. Cause like what if it's not a ghost? Mm-hmm. What if it's just like grandpa downstairs getting <laughs> a cookie, you know? Going, ooh. <laughs> Grandpa having a little shenanigan time <laughs> at night when you go down to get some milk and he's getting to yeah. cooking. and you're like, ah, oh, no. You stab him. And it's his grandpa. And, and he's you, like, where did you get a bayonet? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and then you have to explain to the cops why you stabbed grandpa. And why you have a bayonet. it's like, and, weird. And then you now? grabbed your bayonet. I want to put a bayonet on like a, on a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. <laughs> this is going to be funny. I like that because it's an idea that gets funnier the more you think about it. It's like so – because it's like it's so small that it, like, can't support the weight of, like, the blade. Oh, my gosh. Concealed carry, but there's just a giant – a giant knife poking out of your jeans. You and you can just see the gun, but you pull it out. You're like, oh, I thought it. They're like, why is that pistol holster so long? Or it's, like, it's in your pants, so they yeah. have no idea. You take it and out. And it's, like, that part's just on the outside. Just slice your leg right open. Oh, my God. Amazing. And then they would have to start selling, like, rubber tips for your yeah. your bayonet. Whole rubber sheath. You have to pull it out and then pull the rubber off. It takes so long. What if you went to gun conventions and you're like, get a bayonet? <laughs> for your pistol if you really want your second amendment rights then you know <laughs> you're allowed to put a bayonet on the gun this is actually what the founders intended this is what they wanted yo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they wanted you to have knives and guns combined what's funnier a sniper gun with a bayonet or a pistol with a bayonet i think pistol just because the bayonet's gonna be so much longer it's true <laughs> it's just like comically oversized for a like pistol twice as long as the gun yeah I love it. Sniper's pretty funny, though, because you're never going to be close enough. <laughs> like, what's it for? <laughs> it's for when you no-scope, Haley. <laughs> when you no-scope. No-scope. You 360 no-scope and, no scope and just stab someone. <laughs> you don't shoot them. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? That's why I don't sneak up on snipers. Because oh, they no. got bayonets. Anyway, anyway, is that all you got today? No. Oh, yeah, I can keep going because okay. you know who I haven't gotten to yet. No, my cold boy. Oh, it's true. We haven't gotten That's to my I forgot about cold my boy. cold boy <laughs> before he was a cold boy. Uh, so yeah. the subject of the embroidery that I'm currently doing and my new hyperfixation mm-hmm. is uh, members of the Franklin Expedition, one of whom <laughs> is the third in command, James FitzJames. No. Yeah. I'm already. Mm-hmm. I can't do, do your name twice in your name. I can't. The thing is Pat uh, Patterson, he uh he couldn't do it either. <laughs> it makes sure. you feel any better? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and it helps like for a long time. This is where William uh Battersby. Fitzwilliam. William. Oh. Uh Nope, a uh, different fits. Fitz. Fitz <laughs> yeah. James. William Fitzwilliam. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's the joke. Uh, before him, everyone kind of assumed he was like this perfect aristocratic, like completely English imperial, just like snob no, boy, was way up in the air. Uh, but like going into his correspondences and his personal history, it's like, oh, he was a bastard oh. who had like a lot of personal shame and like deep dark secrets, and like he had a very small. A loving foster family, but he was always trying to prove himself and like constantly just like fighting tooth and nail to like get respect in the world Mm -hmm. in a time when being of illegitimate birth was actually still a problem. Yeah. Uh so that's he's a lot more sympathetic. Sure. Uh in that sense. But I love him because he's so ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Just so dumb. Like his plan when they went to the Arctic was to uh when they got to the other side to walk across Russia back to London and beat them back with the news of their success. He just likes walking. Uh, He's a walking boy. Over the entirety of Russia. Yeah. Which is not advisable because (laughs) nobody's there. He's done a lot of unadvisable things, which for most of his life tends to work out. Oh, Uh, yeah. The luck of a white man. He's described as clever and flamboyant. <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay. Um, so at age 29-ish, 30, mm-hmm. he finally attains the rank of, uh, he can finally captain his own vessel. Okay. And it's the HMS Cleo. He's the fresh baby captain on his first command. We're all so proud. Good for you. It means it's going to go really bad. <laughs> Uh, It's always a brand new (laughs) captain, isn't it? Uh, The good Hmm. news is that the Cleo is small, super old. Uh, It's older than he is. Great. We Uh, love a a boat that shouldn't be running because it's too old. It's completely on his way out. This is her last commission. Always, Um, But to him, it feels like... It's my uh, last day on the force, you know, so you're going to... Like, he just know. got his first car. He, like, he doesn't care that it's all beat up. He's like, you're mine. I love you. And it's like got, it's like got a million miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. It's a clunker. Actually doesn't move. <laughs> uh, He's like, it moves yeah. if you put it in neutral. And everybody's like, all cars move <laughs> if you put them in neutral. You have you- to uh, turn it around and go backwards up hills. <laughs> you have to push it? or really tall. And people will honk I at you, it. but you just got to throw them the peace sign. <laughs> and in then so. they'll hit you with their car. <laughs> and then they'll hit you with your car. That's a true story about my dad driving a VW bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrible. And uh, it couldn't go uphill, so he had to go in reverse. That's awful. And truck drivers would be like, hippie. It's fair. Fair. He's like, fair, you know? You know, hippies are cool, I think. I used to think they were lame, but I think that's just from American propaganda. Yeah. Uh, hippies are cool, but in that case, no. <laughs> I totally get it. Not cool. cool. Hilarious. Not cool. Extremely uncool. Especially when you're a truck driver. Get out of my way. Uh, so back on the Clio, his first lieutenant is someone he knows, and they become fast friends. Mm. Uh, he's fresh out of the war in China, which is the first opium war. Hey, uh, which the British side don't have a ton of casualties, but they yeah. have a lot of deaths from disease. Sure. So everyone coming out of that is like. Thin and, like, sad. Sickly and... And having a bad time. Gonna die immediately Uh, from something. But now they have this nice little boat. They're going from Bombay to Baghdad all over the Persian coast. It's nice and warm. Bombay to Baghdad sounds like a song. Hell yeah. They got a song in their heart. And it sounds like a movie. They're gay little sailors and they're having a a gay old time. (laughs) A gay old time. A gay old time. Uh, every day the ship was at anchor, James would draw a little anchor in the captain's log. What a loser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> making him... He's, he's uh, having too much of a good time. <laughs> he is cursing himself by being so excited. <laughs> but it's so cute. It no, is, it is cute. It is, um as you would imagine, exceptionally rare for 19th century uh, Royal Navy captains to draw cartoons and their log books. Yeah. But he do it. I I get why people like him. I'm just saying, like, his cuteness is dooming him to death. He's so... He's He's too soft. He's too soft. Um, A man who would draw a cartoon anchor to say that they've stopped is going to die at any bad thing that's going to happen to you at sea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and as it happens in the worst way imaginable. Hooray! But that's, that's a later story. Yep which I'll do at some point. Uh so aboard navy ships just in general, I mean all kinds of ships probably, there tend to be a lot of animals, most of them are for eating. Sure. Uh, and you know there'll you know, be will be a cat on board Noah's Ark. You know a lot of them. Noah's Ark. They're all for eating. A lot of them <laughs> didn't make it. Out. <laughs> they're not for eating. They ate the unicorns. Only ate, everybody ate hay. All the chimeras and <laughs> people and the hippogriffs. Those were the first to get eaten. That's eat. the thing when they when they take them all on two by two. It's like what are they eating? Right. Why why don't you take some extras and eat them? In uh cartoon depictions, which are really the only ones I watch, yeah, they all seem to just eat hay, yeah, like it but even and and like what are the people eating eat each other? no nope.
1: <laughs> there's eat only each like other. five
0: of them I mean, or I guess there's like ten of them, so it's like Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives it's both there were ten. <laughs> They end up with five. <laughs> two by two, only five come so out. They, but like, bring bring like ten cows. You know, why you only yeah. bring two cows? It just doesn't logically make sense. Yeah, <laughs> and I know sense. it's a Bible. I know it's like a myth. So like, whatever. Yeah, but it, it's fun. Be smarter. Be smarter. Anyway, they have animals to eat. They have animals. Uh, yeah. Not always to eat. Sure. Usually, you know, they sometimes it's just my friend this goat. It's I just like and this if you goat. Eat him, I'm gonna get really upset, especially if the captain. Captains sometimes have pets. Sure. Uh like the captain cat. might might have a dog. Uh the ships sometimes have cats, so usually have cats. For the so, mice. For the mice. Um But under Swirl. James under James's command, mm-hmm. uh the Cleo took on a very special ship cat. Cute? It's a cheetah. Oh. I mean it still could be cute. <laughs> cute? <laughs> Depends. Cute? I don't feel like cheetahs should be on boats. They shouldn't. They did not have enough space to run on boat. That is a very good insight. (laughs) Thanks. From you. I'm really good at animals, dude. Honestly. I definitely (laughs) earlier didn't think that leopards were jaguars. (laughs) They're pretty close. Yeah, whatever. You know. All big cats are the same, but I know that cheetahs are fast. And then they learn going to run. Uh, oh. I can't imagine cheetah zoomies, like, oh no. I bet that's so cute. But also, when you're trapped on a boat, I bet that's terrifying <laughs> that she's going to run at you at 70 miles per hour and crush you with force. Just, like, knock you right off the boat. Bye. And they can't swim. <laughs> Bye. You never can swim. It infuriates me. <laughs> like, just learn how to swim. It doesn't take that long. It's going to take the rest Babies of your life. Babies can do it. If Babies can do it. (laughs) You can do it. Honestly, I don't know if this was something I read or just a thought I had, Uh, but maybe it's kinder not to teach them how to swim because often they can't rescue you. Sure. So uh, better if you just die quick. Yeah. What a bummer. Yes. Let's go back to talking about animals. But then I've heard of that like one little girl who was like stranded on a like a piece of a boat for like a week or something and she was like 8 and she got rescued. But that's like when you have a floaty. She basically has a floaty. Sure. You can to find a float. You know how much garbage different. there is in the water at this time. <laughs> But especially maybe if you're in the Arctic or whatever. Yeah. Like if you're... You don't want to be in that if you're way out, maybe in the Persian it's Gulf, like, you know, you might be able to swim to shore. In that yeah. case, it's sad if you don't know how to swim. Anyway. Um, yeah. I think in general, it's a bad idea to have any large carnivores on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, especially fast, really fast ones that like to run. That like need to run? Need to run. Uh, <laughs> boat not big enough for run, cat. I am... I'm so sad at the lack of details on this. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't know what the cheetah's name is. Well, I want to know how old it is. Right? Because if it's like a little baby, is it? like... I don't know how they got it. I don't know if it was there before he got there. It doesn't sound like it. If it came with the boat. Uh, (laughs) Right. But all of these are in primary sources that are exclusively in archives at, like, Cambridge. Uh And none of them are digitized. So I don't know. If you're at Cambridge, go to the polar um, archive-hmm and check it out for me take pictures and send it to us That's um, definitely not against the rules but from battersby his biographer we learn the men aboard kept the cheetah fed and it apparently became very comfortable at okay. sea uh, it would even climb in the rigging with the men just like having a good time I wonder if cheetahs can swim probably probably a little bit yeah most they most have the running can. motion already too like yeah so I feel like naturally maybe you just do most cats can swim. It's just, like, yeah. whether they like they just it. hate it. Yeah. Well, some of them do. Sure. Like, tigers are pretty good swimmers. Yeah. Uh, jaguars swim a lot. It just depends. Uh, a quote from the book, which I have to add because I think it's just so wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, it was considered to be an ideal pet because, unlike other big cats, the cheetah does not have retractable claws. Instead, it has permanently extended claws like a dog, so it is less able to injure people by swiping its paws. Now, imagine someone comes up to you with a proposal to get a cheetah as a pet, and that's the evidence they give you. Also, like... The claw's always out. Dogs hurt people with their claws all the time. (laughs) Lady, you out of control. It's why I don't want a big (laughs) dog, because then they jump on you and they claw you and it hurts. It hurts. Cheetah claws are always out because they're, like, cleats on a runner's shoe. Okay. It helps them get traction when they're running. Sure. Uh, I thought they were going to say, we like that cheetah claws are always out because then, like, maybe we can have it do something with them. Or, like, (laughs) that we can, like, you know, grab its paw and, like, use it for something. Which I don't think is a good idea. Mm -hmm. But I was like, at least that's, like, in the positive column. Right. Them being like, it can't hurt you as easy. I'm like, no, it can hurt you way easier. (laughs) Even on accident, even on accident, like dogs. I don't think when they jump on you are trying to hurt you. Yeah, they want. They just are like excited and want attention, and they don't have retractable claws, so they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I guess the cats claws could are, jump on you and only bring them out sometimes. I guess they're less sharp when they're out all the time. I well, sure, because the they're same like, I mean, time, which me. is true for dogs versus cats, right? Like, dog claws are pretty. Like, but like, like imagine really sharp. someone hitting you across the face with their. Their cleats, like or like a blunt knife. A it's blunt like knife. it's still a knife. Uh, my favorite <laughs> description, though, is how a pet cheetah on the Good Boys party boat was quote a perfect symbol of Fitz James flamboyant leadership. <laughs> Your Honor, oh. I have no choice but to love this idiot. I have to. I have to. So at some point, obviously, mm-hmm. it goes wrong. Yeah, there's a pro- How could it not go wrong? There's a problem of being on a sailing boat. Uh, In the company of uh, a large carnivorous animal. Yeah. Who's not domesticated. And just, like, you're wasting so much food on something that's not helping you. Right. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe he ate mice. Yeah, but get a cat, and it's way easier. It'll just eat the mice, and you don't even have to feed it, Yeah, it's maybe. easier, but it's not as cool. Um, excuse me. It doesn't go with my flamboyant lifestyle. I have um, an aesthetic. I'm a beautiful I'm party boat. boy, and I want a cheetah. I have an aesthetic, and I have to stick to it, or people will not accept me. People must love me. because I For exactly who I am. I have am. a huge imposter syndrome, and I have a cheetah, and I'm not taking no prisoners. Yikes. Girl, what up? Just wasting so much food giving it to this cheetah. <laughs> so one day, um, Battersby says, Perhaps it when somebody uh, <laughs> fits, perhaps when Fitz James had his back to it and was kind of stooped down, uh-huh. the cheetah attacks him. Yeah, because you know, yeah, it's a cheetah. Remember, like, <laughs> remember that remember, clip in <laughs> uh, those magicians. <laughs> Who had tigers for so long. Remember those magicians? We are so friends with tigers. Oh, you don't remember those magicians? They're dead now. They got ate by their tigers. They got murdered by the tigers. I don't think they were. But who knows? I I know that one of them got attacked. Yeah. And that was like, well, now we got to put the tiger down. I'm like, is it the tiger's fault? So this is Siegfried and Roy. But do you remember when it happened? People were like... Uh, we, the tigers love them, so we think the tigers just sensed that he was having, like, a heart attack and they were trying to help him. What? No! Maybe the tigers sensed that he was weak at that moment and tried to kill him because of it. Now's my chance. Right. (laughs) Stupid. You can argue it both ways. But there's like, like, If it even knew. Even more recent, Tiger King, you see him just like leaning over doing something. He like pets them and it seems cool and they just jump him. Like a cat behind him is like, now's my chance. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, silly. And it just takes somebody's hand off. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, Come on. So the cheetah grabs him from behind and wouldn't let go until, quote, beaten with an iron bar. Oh. Yikes. And after this, the pet had to be let go. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, I've heard other renditions of the story in less reputable sources, sources? Yeah. like, you know, Twitter. Sure. Uh, <laughs> extremely <laughs> real bottom of the barrel extremely for less, re- less reputability sure uh, that it attacked someone else and uh, he tried to rescue them by like yanking on its tail and it turned around and it got him sure which maybe both possible maybe there were multiple things happening yeah but either way cool but either way they're like maybe we shouldn't have a cheetah on and the they're boat. like why would the cheetah betray me and i'm like it's not but why would he betray me domestic <laughs> It's not a real It's only being nice to you because you're feeding it. But even like. And even then. Even domestic cats, like when they're in a mood, will just like, you know. 100%. They see your foot moving under a blanket and just be like, ooh, pounce. Yeah. They have have instincts. Imagine if that cat was like 170 pounds. The only reason dogs don't regularly attack people is because we bred it out of them for centuries. Mm -hmm. We said, you're going to like us, and we made them. I I said 170 <laughs> pounds, and now I need to look up how heavy cheetahs actually oh, are. Oh please! It's gonna bug me. Cheetah? I mean, that's human size. That's adult human size. Uh, cheetah weight 46 to 160 pounds. So 170 would be like a pretty big cheetah. Like a fat cheetah. Uh, but like even 100 pounds, it's of still cat. like This it's still basically the size of a small adult human, and it has claws and like better reflexes than you do. It's got teeth. It's right. it's a wild animal. You know why humans are in charge? It's some of the this business, some mm-hmm. of thumb action. Thumb action. And this, and that's yeah. it. It's not this, it's not the body. It's the brain and the thumbs. (laughs) So you can't beat a cheetah. Humans are... Physically. Extremely min-maxed as far as their... (laughs) Yeah. uh, They really put all their stats into brain and thumb and nothing else. (laughs) They have... uh, Sleight of hand and intelligence. Like, intelligence and actually stamina. True. When you're trained right, humans can run down anything on Earth pretty much. Yeah. But... Uh, And they're smart. They just. When you're just hit with all that strength and speed immediately, like, what did they do? Immediately turn to a tool (laughs) that could help them with their frickin' thumbs. They're like, well, I equip Iron Bar. (laughs) Yeah, you are defenseless. Uh so that's so what I. I that's what I got for today. <laughs> Great. And that's uh that's the cold boy that I'm currently sewing onto a piece of fabric. <laughs> what a loser. Now you know what a beautiful loser he yeah. is. Every time I see him, I'm just like, I love your face. It makes sense that you, you like you him. You stupid idiot. I, I, I love just, you. I'm like, I'm judging you pretty hard. Not I, you, him. Yeah. You should. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't assume you loved him because he was, like, a sweet boy who did everything right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he came off of this assignment from being in the Opium War. So, obviously, like, (laughs) empire not good. Right. All the time. Come on. 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 Anyway, thanks for listening today. We hope you enjoyed hearing about dangerous and terrible pets that should not be your pets. What are you doing? Stop doing that. <laughs> and Teddy Roosevelt and his kids, who just want to own all the animals. They're fine. They're, we'll allow it. I mean, we we'll give them a pass. If your kid comes into an Oval Office meeting and just dumps snakes on the floor, <laughs> he's good in my book. If Baron just came in with snakes. <laughs> snakes oh my gosh snake attack i'd love that kid what a hero (laughs) american hero anyway thank you for listening uh we hope you enjoyed the episode today and uh, you can email us at StericalHistoryPodcast.com. Send us all your weird animals that you own. Uh, anything we we that's love like, your animal pictures. You know, I mean, we love all animal pictures, but I'd love to see some weirder ones. You mm-hmm. know, we usually get cats and dogs. That's cool. We get a lot of cows. Love cows. Cow babies. Uh, we've been getting some chickens and stuff. But mm-hmm. I love, and we've I know we've got like an axolotl before. Oh, um, that's I, true. I'd love oh. to see some like, some weird. So cute. Give me that weird, weird. Romans used to keep like eels as pets. Nice. There was a guy who's had like 6,000 of them. That's too many. That's yeah. not pets. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. breeding eels. Um, you can also uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We super appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, just in general, hope you're having a decent 2021 time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, things are looking better in the near future. But, uh, yeah, sure. We'll we'll go with that. We're on a positive turn. Breeding Eels is my new punk band name. (laughs) Breeding electric eels. (laughs) Breeding electric eels. Which aren't really eels. Anyway, bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.